first round accreditation and pass rates on licensing examination at different medical schools in China, closing the performance gap. Authors: Yu Yu, Man Li, Anna Xie, and Wei Min Wang. All the authors are from the National Center for Health Professions Education Development, Peking University, Beijing, China. Abstract. Background. Although the accreditation approach is widely used to ensure the quality of medical education in many countries, there is scant empirical evidence on whether and how it improves actual medical school performance. We focused on conditions in China. Which introduced an accreditation system during the 2010s. Specifically, we examined the relationship between first-round accreditation and actual performance based on the results of medical licensing examinations. Referring to organization theory, we hypothesized that the impacts of accreditation would depend on existing performance gaps. Methods in 2022. We analyzed the panel data from 105 Chinese medical schools during the accreditation period from 2012 to 2021, and their pass rates on medical licensing examinations in years from 2011 to 2019, as matched into a 834 school year records in a window of years before and after accreditation. We employed fixed effects regression models with the comparison group. To exclude factors that may have confounded the impacts of accreditation time, we also demonstrated the heterogeneous effects of accreditation by tier and performance gap of medical schools. Results: Our conservative estimates showed a substantial cumulative improvement, over 15 percentage points, in pass rates during the years before accreditation. With no clear trend indicating performance drops in the years after accreditation, lower-tiered medical schools gained greater benefits from accreditation. Medical schools with a larger prior performance gap achieved a greater percentage points increase in pass rates with the passage of time in pre-accreditation years. Conclusions: This is the first empirical study to investigate. Whether accreditation has bridged performance gaps among medical schools, the results support value of accreditation in China, a country that recently established the system, and might work as a substitute for missing information on early accreditation history in countries with long-established accreditation systems. We encourage more studies in countries that have recently introduced accreditation systems. Section one, introduction. In medical education, the use of accreditation can be traced back to more than a hundred years, when early quality inspection activities were conducted in the United States. This has gradually evolved into a formal system of external quality assurance, involving a process by which a designated authority reveals and evaluates an educational institution. Using a set of clearly defined criteria and procedures, with advocates from both the World Health Organization and the World Federation for Medical Education (WFME), accreditation is now employed at thousands of medical schools in developed and developing countries. Despite the historical position, 
continued prevalence and perceived benefits of accreditation. Divergent views exist on its value at medical schools. On the one hand, it is renowned as an expensive exercise that requires substantial financial and human resources. On the other hand, leaders, managers, teachers, and students have reported several unintended organizational consequences. Debates persist owing to the lack of clear evidence on its effectiveness. Several studies have attempted to clarify how accreditation impacts processes and outcomes at medical schools. Although not without controversy, data on student performance, for example, scores on national licensing examinations, are commonly accepted as the conventional indicators of the resulting conditions. For example, some studies have assessed the data from individuals seeking certification from the Educational Commission for Foreign Medical Graduates, finding that the completion of training at an accredited international medical school was associated with better performance in the United States medical licensing examination. Although they remain informative, Contextual differences between the education and accreditation systems used in different countries may obscure between system comparisons. In consideration of this, Roy et al. examined data solely from medical schools in Canada, which employs a mature accreditation system. From this perspective, the researchers innovatively investigated how accreditation cyclically influenced average scores on the Medical Council of Canada qualifying examination over more than two decades. In sum, this methodological triangulation added new evidence supporting the relationship between accreditation and medical school performance, wherein licensing exam scores tended to decrease shortly after an accreditation site visit to the mid to late time points of a seven-year accreditation cycle. These studies have made valuable contributions, but all were conducted in countries with accreditation systems that had been established for decades, for example, Canada, Caribbean countries, and the Philippines. As such, we still lack clear evidence on whether and how accreditation impacts medical school performance, especially in countries with more recent accreditation systems, for example, those established during the 2010s. In this context, locations that have only experienced the first round of accreditation offer particularly important grounds for data collection. We added new evidence by analyzing longitudinal data from China, which recently established an accreditation system with medical-specific standards and finished the first round of accreditation within the past decade. Here, we aim to illustrate how the initial establishment and implementation of an accreditation system influenced medical school performance on the national medical licensing examination. Referring to a Bayesian decision-based organization theory, managers are concerned with organizational performance gaps. And the performance or lack of performance is the main motivator behind management decisions. We hypothesized that prior performance gaps of medical schools 
would be important factors in explaining the impacts of accreditation. In other words, we expected that the impacts of accreditation would be more prominent in cases where performance gaps were larger. In the specific context of China, medical schools are commonly stratified into tiers, which are highly associated with the level and sources of funding as well as student profiles, according to the types of education programs they are officially permitted to offer. For example, Tier 1 medical schools, analogous to the national team, attract students with the best prior academic performance and are allowed to offer the most prominent eight-year programs. Tier 2 medical schools, the provincial team, attract students with the second-best prior academic performance and are allowed to offer the second-class 5-plus-3 programs. And Tier 3 medical schools, the local team, attract regular students and are allowed to offer the regular five-year programs. Therefore, the impacts of accreditation would differ between medical schools in different tier groups, and the lower-tiered medical schools with larger performance gaps would improve more in their accreditation. Section 2. Methods. Context. In China, undergraduate medical education programs are accredited by the Working Committee for the Accreditation of Medical Education, or WCME, established by the Ministry of Education in 2008. Within the past decade, the WCME localized the WFME global standards and processes while implementing the first round of accreditation in China. The WFME recognized the WCME as an accreditation agency in 2020. In the first few years, the WCME worked to establish the system by piloting the local accreditation standards and processes among a few select medical schools. The first round of accreditation was based on China's standards for basic medical education and guidelines for the accreditation of medical education. The version for trial implementation issued in 2008. But this was not conducted at full scale until 2012. China's 2008 standards were localized based on the 2003 version of the WFME's Global Standards for Basic Medical Education, which were prescriptive and mainly focused on medical education process. The WCME implemented the WFME's standard four-stage accreditation process consisting of the following. 1. Self-evaluation by the medical school. 2. External evaluation based on both the self-evaluation report and a site visit. 3. Final report by the site visit team. and 4. Accreditation decision. In addition, the WCME adopted stages that were specific to China. For example, measures could be taken both before and after the site visit. If a medical school's application materials indicated the need for substantial work to meet accreditation standards before the visit, a pre-visit stage would be implemented to facilitate improvement. If a medical school's annual or biannual progress reports indicated the need for additional guidance and intellectual inputs from experts, 
to continue developing its programs after the visit. A post-visit stage would be implemented. In China, three tiers of medical schools are mostly publicly funded. Among them, only non-military schools. With at least one cohort of graduates were eligible for accreditation. In fact, tiers of medical schools are linked to their sources of funding quite closely. Tier one medical schools are mainly funded by China's Ministry of Education, while other state ministries and are allowed to offer the most prominent type of education programs, the eight-year program. Tier two medical schools are mainly funded by provincial level governments and are allowed to offer the second best type of education programs, the five plus three program. Tier three medical schools have the largest number, and they are mainly funded by local governments and are allowed to offer the regular education programs, the five year programs. In addition to the tier three medical schools. A few privately funded independent colleges, the setting standards of which are arguably comparable to Tier Three medical schools, are also allowed to offer the five-year medical education programs. However, they are not eligible for the first round of accreditation. Accreditation conclusions are published on the official WCME website. While each involved medical school. Was ultimately accredited by the WCME during the first round. Their conclusions only remained valid for three to eight years. However, nearly all medical schools were granted extensions that allowed their first round conclusions to remain valid till the de facto beginning of the second round in 2022 and after. In addition, owing to coronavirus disease. 2019, many scheduled site visits in 2021 and all such visits in 2022 were postponed. By the end of 2021, 129 eligible medical schools of tiers one through three had undergone the WCME's first round accreditation process. Here, it should be noted. The WCME's accreditation conclusions are neither directly linked to the government decisions for medical school licensure or any relevant funding allocations, nor are they considered prerequisites that allow medical school graduates to participate in the national medical licensing examinations. At the end of the first round accreditation, the WCME amended the accreditation guideline in 2021. And for the first time, added medical schools' pass rates on China's medical licensing examination, or CMLE, as one of the indicators to consider in the second round accreditation. Data: Our outcome variables were medical school pass rates on the CMLE. Specifically, the CMLE is the national testing procedure designed and conducted. By the National Health Commission, as affiliated National Medical Examination Center, this constitutes an official assessment of the professional competencies necessary for independent clinical practice. Applicants must pass the CMLE to obtain their physician qualification certificate, which is an important legal basis for their employment at healthcare institutions. 
It consists of two examinations: clinical skills or CS, and comprehensive medical knowledge or MK. The CS is a three-station objective standardized clinical examination that assesses abilities in clinical reasoning, physical examination, and basic clinical operation. Well, the MK contains computer-based multiple-choice questions that assess knowledge in basic sciences, clinical medicine, medical humanism, and preventive medicine. Both examinations are held once annually. Examinees must pass the CS before taking the MK. Those who pass both in the same year have passed the CMLE. Individuals with complete undergraduate medical educations can participate in the CMLE beginning in the second year after graduation. First attempt results vary widely between medical schools and are considered an important indicator of education quality. The National Medical Examination Center calculates first attempt CMLE pass rates annually, and then sends this information to each medical school and the WCME. According to the official information concerning the psychometric properties of the CMLE published in the Development Plan for Physician Qualification Exam 2018-2020, the examination results are reliable and valid. With the reliability, construct validity, and overall difficulty of the MK being above 0.9 between 0.5 and 0.7, and stable at 0.6 across years, respectively. Recent data show that the average CS pass rates are around 90 percent, and the average MK pass rates are below 80 percent. To assess the relationship between accreditation time and CMLE performance, we matched the year of the first round site visit with relevant first attempt pass rates at each medical school. Specifically, we collected all such pass rates for 2011 to 2019, then solely included medical schools that underwent first round accreditation. Between 2012 and 2021, and had officially reported CMLE pass rates in 2011, n equals 105. We used the 2011 results from each medical school as baseline pass rates, which could be correlated with pass rates in subsequent years, to calculate the performance gap of pass rates on the CMLE for each medical school. For each school in the sample, we coded each year in terms of years relative to accreditation, or YRA, based on the time of their site visit. We used the YRA as the key explanatory variable, ranging from negative 11, indicating site visit in the second half of 2021, to 5, indicating site visit in the second half of 2012. To identify the accreditation time-associated changes in CMLE pass rates, we observed slightly different YRA ranges between medical schools in tiers one to three. Tier one from negative ten to four, tier two from negative ten to five, and tier three from negative eleven to five. Our first analytical sample was an unbalanced panel consisting. 
of 834 school year records, as a few medical schools did not have officially reported pass rates in one or more years between 2012 and 2019. Medical schools in different tiers vary substantially regarding sources and levels of funding, as well as student profiles. However, individual medical schools' funding resources and levels, as well as student profiles, can be considered stable in general, as the classification of tiers has not changed for more than a decade. Taking the national team or tier one medical schools as an example, the central government prescribed per student funding level for medical education has not changed since 2012. As China is a top-down country, with provincial and local policies always following the central government's directions, it has been common for provincial and local governments to keep stable the funding level for the provincial team and local team since then. Furthermore, the stable and stratified system of college admission based on academic performance in China's national college entrance examination. Makes individual medical schools generally recruit high school graduates with similar within-province ranking of the national college entrance examination scores across years. As a result, tier one and tier two medical schools stably receive higher levels of funding from governments and attract students with higher prior academic performance than tier three medical schools and independent colleges. Facing the substantial differences between tiers of medical schools, it would be different to compare all 105 medical schools in our first analytical sample to a reasonable counterpart group not subject to the accreditation. However, using the sample of independent colleges that had CMLE pass rates reported in 2011 and one or more years between 2012 and 2019, and equaled 19. We built a not eligible for accreditation comparison group to the tier three medical schools that were accredited in the first round, and equaled 90. These two groups of medical schools formed our second analytical sample, an unbalanced panel composed of 785 school year records. Assuming these two groups had reasonably similar time-varying CMLE pass rates, analysis of the trend of CMLE pass rates associated with accreditation time in Tier Three medical schools relative to the trend of CMLE pass rates during the same period of years in the independent colleges or the comparison group helps make a relatively conservative estimate of the relationship between accreditation time and CMLE. Performance. Figure one presented the number of medical schools in analytical samples by accreditation standards. Statistical analysis. We considered the common characteristics of observations in panel data. For example, pass rates of all medical schools may be subject to special events in a particular year. The annual pass rates from one school may be highly correlated with its past pass rates in other years, and use the panel data regression models in addition to ANOVA to investigate the relationship.
between accreditation time and year-by-year CMLE performance. Specifically, these models were based on the following basic setup as illustrated in equation 1. YST in the left-hand side of the equation 1 is the CMLE pass rate at school S in year T. AS and BT are vectors of school and year indicator variables that account for school and actual year fixed effects. The actual year fixed effects account for the common shocks in particular years during the study period that may affect all medical schools' performance in the CMLE. A case in point includes a national or international policy change or a force majeure. For example, the Educational Commission for Foreign Medical Graduates recognized accreditation policy in 2024 and the four-phase transition plan of its implementation in specific years. The pandemic and any changes in CMLE difficulty across years. The school fixed effects account for time invariant characteristics of individual medical schools that may be correlated with their performance in the CMLE. Both the performance effects on CMLE pass rates of medical schools observed characteristics, for example, location, affiliation, tier, and baseline performance in the CMLE. And unobserved characteristics, for example, culture and tradition, can be excluded. D minus J and D plus J are a set of dummy variables indicating medical schools YRA, or years relative to accreditation. The key variables of interest was one for schools in the Jth year before or after accreditation, and zero otherwise. For medical schools not eligible for the first round accreditation, which is the comparison group, the values of all these dummy variables are zero. The YRA dummy variables identify the accreditation's dynamic impacts on medical schools' CMLE pass rates, holding constant or in addition to the school and actual year fixed effects. We performed regressions using fixed effects models as selected based on the Hausman test. We applied the same models to the first analytical sample. Uh, the 105 medical schools subject to accreditation, and also the second analytical sample, the 99 tier 3 medical schools and independent colleges with some eligible for accreditation and others not. The former analysis estimated an average impact of accreditation time of all tiers of medical schools. The estimates from the latter analysis were not generalizable to Tier 1 and Tier 2 medical schools. However, they are relatively conservative estimates, being able to help mitigate some time-varying factors that could have confounded the impacts of accreditation time on medical schools' CMLE pass rates. For example, medical schools' maturation in preparing medical students for CMLE and originally lower-performing medical schools' natural tendency to perform better towards the average in the CMLE. We also conducted sensitivity analysis, excluding medical schools that were accredited after August 2021, 
when the WCME published the newly amended accreditation guideline. Finally, we considered identifying potential heterogeneous impacts of accreditation among medical schools. As the baseline CMLE pass rates or pass rates in 2011 varied by tier of medical schools, we conducted subgroup analysis with our first analytical sample to explore whether accreditation differently impacted CMLE performance between medical school tiers. In addition, with our second analytical sample, we explicitly modeled the relationship between the baseline CMLE pass rates and the trajectory associated with accreditation time using the interaction terms between the baseline performance gap and the YRA dummies. Ethical approval. No human subjects were involved in this study. The analyzed data were obtained through regular administration processes. No school identifiers were revealed in our presentation of results. However, the study was one component of a research project that conducted interviews with human subjects. This project was approved by the Institutional Review Board at Peking University. Section 3, Results Across the two analytical samples of medical schools, the average CMLE pass rates were 17.9% with a standard deviation of 13.9 and 63.8% with a standard deviation of 15.2 respectively. The CMLE pass rates across years were highly correlated within schools. Pearson's R ranged from 0.75 to 0.94 and also highly correlated with corresponding pass rates from 2011. Pearson's R's were 0.79 and 0.76 respectively. All the records were distributed across YRA with 61 and 45 observations from the year of school accreditation or year zero for the first and the second analytical samples respectively. Year negative three or three years prior to accreditation contained the largest number of records, 97 and 73 for the first and the second analytical samples respectively. And the number of records in most relative years was no smaller than 30, with only a few exceptions to the far ends of our analytical time window. Relationship between accreditation time and licensing examination pass rates. We found significant main effect for both school and actual year on CMLE pass rates. For example, the ANOVA revealed significant main effect for both school and year on CMLE pass rates. We used the XTREC command in Stata MP release 17 to fit regression models to the panel data, then estimated the marginal effects of accreditation time on CMLE pass rates. Hausman test with chi-score equal to 70.5 and P less than 0.001 indicated that fixed effects models were ideal for unbiased estimates of accreditation's marginal effects. Figure S1 illustrates the estimated marginal actual year fixed effects from both the main analytical samples. 
Table one lists the results from our series of fixed effects regression models, including two models, one main model and one sensitivity check model that excluded medical schools accredited after August 2021 on the CMLE pass rates for both the two analytical samples. Estimated accreditation time effects from the sensitivity check models were similar to those from the main models. As the WCME did not use CMLE pass rates as indicators in the first round accreditation and did not publish the new guideline adding CMLE pass rate as one of the indicators to consider in the second round accreditation until August 2021, the similarity between the main models and the sensitivity check models helped mitigate the concern regarding the usage of CMLE pass rates in the accreditation, confounding the estimated effects of the accreditation time. The estimated effects of the accreditation time from the two main analytical samples showed similar patterns. However, the effect sizes of the accreditation time estimated from the second analytical sample, which also included a comparison group, were all smaller than those from the first analytical sample, which included only medical schools subject to accreditation. This implies that medical schools may become mature over time, potentially confounding the effects of accreditation time. However, the relatively conservative estimates from the second analytical sample with a comparison group indicated that the accreditation time effects still existed. Figure 2 demonstrates the estimated effects with 95% confidence intervals of the accreditation time from both the main analytical samples. Both models revealed a pattern of steady improvement several years before accreditation. The estimated accreditation time effects on CMLE pass rates in each accreditation year were all lower than the pass rates in year zero in both the first analytical sample. Betas increased from negative 22.65 in year negative 11 to negative 3.17 in year negative 1, with p's less than 0.001, and the second analytical sample, betas from negative 15.16 in year negative 11 to negative 2.92 in year negative 1, with betas ranged from 0.001 to 0.01. By contrast, the estimated accreditation time effects on CMLE pass rates in each post-accreditation year were not statistically different from the pass rate in year zero. Regardless, we found no clear evidence of medical school performance drops during the post-accreditation years. Heterogeneous impacts of accreditation according to medical school tier and performance gap. As medical schools differ by tier, we also performed a subgroup analysis to explore whether accreditation time had different impacts on CMLE pass rates between medical schools. Using the first analytical sample, we conducted the same set of main analysis described in Table 1 for Tier 1, 2, and 3 medical schools separately.
Figure three illustrates our tier comparison in terms of the estimated marginal effects with 95% confidence intervals of accreditation time on pass rates in the pre- and post-accreditation years. In tier one, the estimated CMLE pass rate was 90% in year zero. Here, the estimated CMLE pass rates in pre- and post-accreditation years were relatively steady during our time window. In the same year, no estimated CMLE pass rates significantly differed from CMLE pass rate in year zero. In tiers two and three, the estimated CMLE pass rates were comparatively lower at 81.8% and 69.1% respectively. In the same tiers, the estimated CMLE pass rates substantially improved during the pre-accreditation years, reaching a high at year zero. During the post-accreditation years, the estimated pass rates remain steady around the year zero level. A slight difference may have existed between tiers two and three in terms of the speed at which the estimated CMLE pass rates improved against the impacts of accreditation. Here it seemed that tier two improved faster than tier three. Focusing on the second analytical sample, we explicitly modeled the heterogeneous impacts of the accreditation time according to medical school's prior performance gap. Calculated as 100 minus medical school's CMLE pass rates in 2011 were the baseline. We estimated the interaction terms between medical school's performance gap and YRA dummies in the main model. All estimates for the interaction terms in pre-accreditation years were statistically different from zero, and most estimates for the interaction terms in post-accreditation years were not. Figure S2 illustrates the predictions of accreditation time-associated effects for schools in different positions of the sample's prior performance gap percentiles in CMLE pass rates. The results showed that the larger the prior performance gaps of medical schools, the greater the role of accreditation. Medical schools with a median performance gap would achieve an accumulative 20 percentage point increase in CMLE pass rates with the passage of time in pre-accreditation years, according to the conservative estimation using our second analytical sample with the comparison group. Section 4, Discussion Falling countries with longer histories of rigorous quality assurance procedures, for example, the United States and Canada. Developing countries have experienced the greatest increase in medical education accreditation agency establishment since 2000. We investigated the impacts of accreditation in China, a country that introduced and implemented the undergraduate medical education accreditation system more recently. We found dynamic impacts of first-round accreditation on medical school improvement based on pass rates from the National Medical Licensing Examination. In general, 
The medical schools in our sample showed a pattern of substantial improvement based on CMLE pass rates during the pre-accreditation years. This trend flattened over time. However, we did not find evidence of performance drops in post-accreditation years. These patterns were especially evident among medical schools in lower-tiered and with larger performance gaps, which suggests that accreditation has helped close the performance gap between medical schools in China. Our finding also helped exclude the alternative explanation that student selection of medical school is based on a school's accreditation standards, as the estimated increase in CMLE pass rates were in pre-accreditation years, when changes in accreditation standards were not relevant yet. According to Meyer et al., prior organizational performance gaps are the primary motivators behind management decisions leading to change. Taking medical schools as examples of public organizations with performance concerns, we contribute valuable empirical evidence to test this theory. Despite large yearly volume of new medical students, quality standards for medical education did not exist in China until the introduction and the localization of the WFME's global standards in late 2000. The gap between China's local medical education practices and the requirements outlined by rigorous global standards may be one factor that triggered improvements in CMLE pass rates in the years before site visits during the first round accreditation. Compared with China's top-tier medical schools, those in lower-tier groups faced a wider gap in reaching accreditation standards when the system was introduced. During the pre-accreditation years, our subgroup analysis unsurprisingly showed that CMLE performance improvements mainly occurred in Tiers 2 and 3. Among Tier 3 medical schools, which constitute the main body of medical schools in China, our heterogeneous analysis using medical schools' baseline performance gaps together with the accreditation times as the explanatory variables also explicitly identified the pattern that the larger the prior performance gap, the greater the role of accreditation could play. The improved pass rates were found to be associated with the timing of accreditation in individual medical schools. Although intuitively, schools with higher or lower baseline performances have smaller or larger room to improve, Larger room to improve does not guarantee actual improvement if accreditation does not effectively function as an external quality assurance mechanism that encourages school managers to take actions. A previous study reported that the deadline imposed by the high-stake site visit stimulated quality improvements in local education programs while medical schools prepared for accreditation beginning 24 months prior. We also observed deadline-driven improvements before the site visit for accreditation, albeit with a longer improvement period compared with the regular preparation time before the site visit deadline. 
This implies that the very introduction of the accreditation system pressured medical schools to improve, regardless of whether they applied for accreditation or had scheduled a form date for the site visit. Although this study was not designed to verify the mechanisms behind accreditation, we tentatively suggest that the specific institutional arrangement may be important. Contrary to research showing a pattern in which medical school licensing examination scores steadily decreased post-accreditation, we did not find clear evidence of performance drops after accreditation. Similar to Roy et al., who illustrated the potential role of an interim reveal in overcoming performance declines during the mid-cycle of accreditation in Canada, our results imply that Chinese arrangement for pre- and post-accreditation visits may impose additional external pressures that motivate and enable underperforming medical schools to improve their CMLE pass rates. In several countries, individuals on the front line of medical education, for example, teachers and students, have reported some negative experiences and impacts related to accreditation. However, Chinese medical schools showed substantial improvements in estimated CMLE pass rates, a conservative estimate of over 15 percentage points, which is additional to and bigger than any actual year effect after the introduction of the accreditation system, as reflected by rigorous standards. Although there is a lack of studies that precisely evaluated accreditation's benefits versus costs from the perspective of a society, in a country where the shortage of healthcare professionals is acute, a substantial increase in the number of medical graduates holding the physician qualification certificate will be particularly valued as the benefits of accreditation. Our findings that preliminarily suggest that the practical benefits of first-round accreditation might outweigh its costs, which is worthy of further research. Indeed, the act of preparing for an accreditation review may not substantially redirect attention and resources towards administration at the cost of education, as we also did not observe performance drops during the year of accreditation. This is echoed by the early development of medical school accreditation in the United States, which was considered one of the greatest chapters in the history of the profession. We used panel data and fixed defects regression models, which allowed us to exclude many time-invariant school effects, for example, school location, affiliation, culture, and tradition, and year effects, for example, any changes in CMLE difficulty across years, relevant policies or events in particular years, as explanatory factors for the impacts of accreditation on CMLE performance. We also employed a comparison group to help mitigate the concern regarding the effects of the natural maturation of medical schools on CMLE performance as a time-varying covariate that could confound our estimates of accreditation time effects. In addition, we acknowledged that substantial changes in individual medical schools' funding levels and student profiles are rare, if not possible.
As the classification of tiers remains unchanged in China's highly stratified higher education system, thus it should not be a major concern that any of these non-accreditation-driven substantial changes happened coincidentally and continuously in years before accreditation, as the competing explanations. However, other subtle time-varying changes. May coexist with accreditation, including education reforms and process changes. Moreover, the heterogeneous patterns in which accreditation dynamically impacted different school tiers in this study suggest that internal time-varying changes may have occurred owing to the first round of accreditation in China. Although this is not within the current scope of research. It is important to identify specific variables and influences that affect how accreditation enhances medical school performance, as reflected by licensing examination scores. Given the policy implications, this should be treated through additional qualitative and/or quantitative approaches. Considering the positive relationship between licensing examination performance and the outcomes of patient care. We employed pass rates on the national medical licensing examination as performance indicators for medical schools. We analyzed the dynamic impacts of accreditation based on licensing examination pass rates within a time window relative to each school's year of accreditation. Despite employing the best available data for medical schools in China, we are aware of several limitations of this study. First, passing the CS examination as a prerequisite for taking the MK may obscure the relationship between accreditation and medical school's pass rates on the CMLE. As examinations using more stations tend to show higher reliability, the CMLE's three-station objective standardized clinical examination of the CS may be criticized for lower. Reliability and measurement error. Nevertheless, fortunately, as the measurement error tends to reduce the estimated effect sizes towards zero, our findings on the estimated relationships between accreditation and medical schools' performance on the CMLE could be considered conservative estimations or underestimations of the true relationships. Second, it should be noted that we only had access to data on CMLE pass rates between 2011 and 2019. Although our sample contained a large number of medical schools, fewer than 30 matched school year observations existed at the very far ends of our time window. Here, relatively small sample sizes in certain relative years may have led to less efficient associated impact estimates. Although this affected little our main results, particularly for the pre-accreditation years, future studies can address this limitation by using data from a longer period. Third, our analysis of how accreditation impacted medical school performance were based on school-level CMLE pass rates. Performance on licensing examinations is arguably the most important indicator of effectiveness, but it is likely useful. To explore other school and、uh, individual level indicators.
We focused on first-round undergraduate accreditation for medical education in China, whose accreditation system was developed according to the WFME's global standards and processes. Although it might be interesting to extrapolate our findings to other countries that have localized the WFME's accreditation standards and processes, and been at similar stages of medical education accreditation, it is worth noting that accreditation depends on the local context. To our knowledge, no previous studies have quantified the estimated impacts of. First-round accreditation in either countries with long-established accreditation systems, or countries with more recently established accreditation systems. Thus, only one hint to the extent that local contexts are similar, our findings might serve as a substitute for missing pieces of information that are relevant to an early history of accreditation in countries with long-established accreditation systems. On the other hand, we encourage more quantitative research on the impacts of first-round accreditation in local context of other countries where relevant performance data may be recently accessible and/or can still be collected further. In addition, the local context in China may change as can medical schools' performance change as they mature. It might not be possible to simply postulate our findings. From the first round accreditation to the second round and future accreditations in China, although we anticipate that as the performance gaps close in the future, impacts of future accreditations in China would be like the current impact pattern on Tier One medical schools or patterns of mature accreditation systems. It would be interesting to examine this topic further when relevant data are available in the future. Section five conclusion. This is the first study to track and quantify the impacts of first-round accreditation after China introduced a relevant evaluation system for undergraduate medical education. In sum, our results suggest that implementing an accreditation system based on rigorous medical education standards has helped bridge school performance gaps. From this perspective. We add new evidence supporting the practical value of accreditation, and encourage continued quantitative and qualitative research to clarify the underlying mechanisms at different stages and in different educational contexts. Mm-hmm.